Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy, K-Troll, on the mic today, and we are previewing week 15 in the NFL. Cannot believe we're week 15, and it's the Christmas holiday season, and so today I am joined by the John McClain to my Argyle. Why'd you come with him, man? What's up? Because I'm a New York cop. I got a six-month backlog of New York scumbags I'm still trying to put behind bars. I can't just pick up and go that easy. In other words, you thought she wasn't going to make it out here, and she'd come crawling up back to you. So why bother to pack, right? <laughs> like I said, you're very fast, Argyle. <laughs> you mind if we hear some tunes? Hey, that'll work. Christmas music. This is Christmas music. We're talking diehard Ethan Gell fan. What is up? Yes, it is a Christmas movie. One of the all-time great Christmas movies. And there's no debate. It definitely is. There's presents. There's trees. There's references to Santa and ho, ho, ho. I have a machine gun. So, yeah. I don't want Christmas party controversy that this is a Christmas movie. So, yeah. Yep. Here we are. I know. I hear you. Um, do you like how I gave you John McClane? And I, I appreciate that. I thought yeah. you were probably going to give me like Harry Ellis or is it Harry? The guy who was snorting cocaine. I was like, he's probably going to give me that guy. That's, that's, or I'll be like terrorist number one to my John. Terrorist McClane. number one. The terrorist number one to my John McClane. <laughs> <laughs> Not even the Hans Gruber, just terrorist. Left-handed terrorist. You're left-handed terrorist. Not but yes. I, I mean... Yeah. It actually has been a while since I've seen Die Hard, but this movie made Bruce Willis, man. Like, it just made him, don't you think? Yeah, I think he became an absolute icon from this movie, for sure. Yeah. I think uh, he would. He was in other stuff before this, right? But for me, this is where he, this is where he became, like, action star, superhero, you yeah. know? Well, it's so funny now. I feel like now Bruce Willis has gone the Nicolas Cage route of I'm just going to do any movie that anyone throws my way. And it's just like, okay, here's a movie. Yep, I'm in. You had me at movie. Uh, yeah, although, yeah. what was he just diagnosed with? Um, I don't remember the name of it, but something like it mentally, it, it yeah, can't understand certain things or something. What was that? Yep. Name? I forget what it was. I forget what it was called too. But yeah, he's he's going to start deteriorating, unfortunately. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Well, because I guess he got a Razzie. You know the Razzie Awards, right? So I guess he got one years back, but they've rescinded it now that they know his condition. So they're like, okay, we feel bad. Now we feel bad. It's yeah. Because of that. So We feel bad. It wasn't just bad acting. You literally couldn't remember anything. <laughs> you, you didn't know these things. But yes, Die Hard, great movie. Uh, it's unfortunate they made like 30 Die Hards. If they had stopped at like three... I think that would have been like a trilogy. Of course, it ends with Samuel Jackson and that one. Jeremy Irons is a great villain. I mean, yeah, I wish they had ended at three instead of going to 32. But that's okay. You're giving away a lot of information here that may or may not be in trivia. Now, the trivia oh, today is like... just, just Die Hard 1. So oh, yeah, that's why I was, I was talking I about yeah. three. Right. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much, but yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, they, did over, they did overkill. Uh, I don't even know if I saw the third one. It's funny. I never saw the second one. I saw one in the airport. Never saw that one, but I saw the third. Third one's real good. Die Hard with a Vengeance. With a Vengeance. Maybe I saw that one and not the second. Maybe I'm the same. I might have been the same. Yeah, I feel like I need to see the second one. I don't know. What's wrong with me? I don't know. I don't know. Argyle, great character. Love him. I'm sure we'll talk about it in trivia, but maybe not. 
Great. Uh, no, he's not. In, he's not in trivia. Um, oh. I thought about asking you about what music group he was bumping to when he picked up John McClane, but no, um, no, but he was. Argyle was awesome in that movie. He was. I just love that he was so loyal. He was like waiting for. Like first of all, he was parked in the garage in the basement for a while. Had that. Yeah, he was a great character, and he was with him at the end, like the final scenes. Him getting in the car. Gotta love Argyle. Oh. Um. We're going to get into some NFL action here, too. Um, any other additional Christmas movie traditions, diehard traditions that you need to bring up before we dig in, dig in here? Uh, no. I mean, I know your tradition is uh, Christmas Vacation. You watch that every year. Great movie as well. I think One we're doing that next week. Yep. We do that next I do. Week. Yes, we are doing that next week. I do, too. Two <coughs> movies every Christmas. We did one already. Okay. Uh, let's see. No, I don't think... Didn't really have... Obviously, you know, I grew up mostly Jewish, so I didn't really have too many Christmas movie traditions. Although, I mean, you've met my mother. She's a big movie enthusiast, so I was, you know, I was privy to all these movies and all the classics. So I've seen yeah. them all. Seen them all. I've seen, seen them all. I've seen them all. I've seen them every all. movie. Are yeah. there any, uh, like, Hanukkah movie classics? Are there any? Oh. And don't even say, like, Eight Crazy Nights, because that movie was garbage by Adam Sandler. It was yeah. trash. So, no. But that's fine. We don't need them. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, it's interesting right. though, because there, there's such a, like a strong, not to sound like Kanye, but there, there, I think factually is a pretty strong Jewish population in Hollywood, right. Of like the writers and producers and all that. It's, um, I would think that there would be a little bit more attention given to that. Right. Well, ironically, uh, so we just started watching a couple of Christmas movies with the kids the past week or so. So first we watched, what did we watch first? Oh, Home Alone. Duh. And yep. then we just watched the Santa Claus. So they show him, you know, one of the, in the opening 10 minutes, he has his son. And of course he messes up Christmas dinner because any single dad does not know how to cook, of course. So ends up going to Denny's and there's a big, like, of course there's all the single dads. Of course, no single dad can do anything. So it's just, that's kind of made me mad as an adult. Now, Screw up like, dinner too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's literally what they did. Like one day, like, a bandage on his hand. I'm like, come Grand on, slam breakfast. Yeah. But uh, so anyone, one Jewish usually tradition is on Christmas, you go see a movie and you eat Chinese food. And so ironically in a Christmas story, they end up going to a Chinese restaurant because them too had their Christmas dinner ruined. So it's kind of like we'll say that's like a Jewish tradition right there in a Christmas story. So we'll there you that. go. They, yeah, that would be like an interesting plot twist at the end if you're like, actually, we're Jewish. What? 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 Okay. Um, well, good. Good. Uh, we watched Home Alone two with our kids this week, and once again, uh, our five year old daughter <clears throat> just thinks it's absolutely hysterical when the sticky bandits in Home Alone two. Uh, just get like whacked with all kinds of different things, oh, uh, pipes and falling and flamethrower torches and all that stuff. She thinks it's hysterical. Uh, my I mean, empath, who who my empath son, son is devastated by it, and he's very no, he's not. He feels yes. bad for the wet bandits. He feels very bad for them. He does not like that part. Sometimes he will hide his eyes. He doesn't <clears> like it. Wow, I think I don't know if I saw this on YouTube, but there's an actual video of someone. I don't know if it's like a doctor or a medical professional, like how many times they would have been dead, like in those movies. Oh my like, gosh. Uh, blowtorch to your head, dead. Like dead. electrocuted in a toilet, dead. Like, dead. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Putting your putting your already on fire head into a kerosene toilet. Yeah. Explosion. Dead. Throwing yeah. bricks from the roof oh. and hitting him in the face like three or four times. I was like, dead, dead, dead. Well, even like the paint cans swinging and smashing in the face, like, or then the giant lead pipe, dead. Like, yeah. He'd be dead many a times. A lot of dead. A lot of dead. Uh, real quick side story. Of, so it just... It makes me think of in the first one, you know, he has all the micro machines on the floor. And of course, like classic, you go, whoa. First of all, would you ever fall because of like micro machines? No. No, I would step on one and be like, oh, God. You're like, ah. And I would reach down and like and grab like, my feet. Like, it's like slipping on a banana peel. Like that doesn't really happen. So, it, exactly. So, I don't know. Again, I kind of like scroll on Facebook every now and then, and, and it shows like little reels. And so it's this dude who's awesome. Like he does a lot of clever, funny things. So he does uh, like cartoon, how cartoons react. And then like how people in real life react. So one is like a banana peel. So you yeah. see, it's like real life dude steps on a banana peel. He goes, yeah, picks it up and Ew. throws it away. But then like cartoon, cartoon or movie. But then there was one that was like, step cartoon or, or movie steps on toy car or like slides the whole way and oh, yeah. like drives across the whole house yeah but they're like real life steps on toy car oh oops <laughs> oops so my bad same similar it's kind of funny Pretty that funny. is kind of funny I and true he's a good true movie. stories true stories true stories from the full and the cheese boys okay let's get into some football this week we've got some injuries to update uh, some of these have updates, some of them don't. So we'll go through what we've got. I think we mentioned it last time that Kyler had a pretty bad knee injury for Monday Night Football. Yeah. Torn ACL, done for the year. Even questionable to start next season. We're not worried about that. In redraft leagues, we don't care as much, but um, sucks. Sucks. But suck. if Chris Godwin and James Robinson can start week one and they were hurt later, Kyler could come back. Uh, Chris Godwin should not have started week one. <laughs> he should not have. Chris Godwin got set back about four weeks because of that. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think I would think he'd be fine. I don't know. It's it's like a nine to 12 months yeah. recovery typically. So it just depends on how his rehab goes. Um, I haven't seen an update on Ramondre. I was checking that earlier. Uh, I have not seen if he's practicing or not. I can check that real quick. I think they were saying. Have you heard anything? Just that they were kind of leaning towards Pierre Strong and uh... – why am I blanking on the other guy? Holy crap. Kevin Harris or Thank Damian you, Harris? Please. Uh that you're probably gonna see them. I did see that yeah, earlier. So Ramondre was not seen at practice Wednesday. Um, I'll check on Damian Harris as well. But I mean Pierre Strong becomes interesting. You know, uh Damian Harris was limited in practice. Pierre Strong becomes interesting because it's a good matchup against the Raiders. They're the yeah. fifth worst uh run defense in fantasy, at least. So the fifth Hot best quiz. where did Pierre Strong go to school? South Dakota. South Dakota State. South Dakota State. He is a jackrabbit. Jackrabbits, let's go. Let's yes. go. <laughs> uh, what about let's your ride, Jackrabbits. Let's ride. Let's ride. What about your boy, Mike White? Expecting to play? Mike White is expected to play. Uh, I think it'll be a pain tolerance thing. He'll get a shot probably before the game. Um, I think he'll be fine. You know, if he takes like a really bad hit and you run the risk of him trotting him out there and him getting injured in the middle of the game. Uh, but he came back last time, and so I feel like relatively safe putting him out there. They'll have like a flak jacket on him and all that. You know, they do that for the quarterbacks. Um, Just, we'll see. It's a, it's a juicy matchup, so you want to see him out there. True. 
True. Big time game. Aaron Jones practice Tuesday. I think we'll be fine. Should be good to go. They had a bye week last week. That was one going into the bye. You weren't <laughs> sure if he was going to play or not, but sounds like he got the rest that he needed to um, get back. So I think he will be fine. Your AJ um, stock. The... No, AJ I, I know, man. I know. You're telling me. Um, Kenneth Walker, full participant in practice. I think he'll be good to go as well. So good. you don't have to worry about the whole Travis Homer, Tony Jones oh. saga. Debacle debacle um t higgins and and tyler boyd were both limited in practice got to keep an eye on that one i don't know i I mentioned trent taylor as like a sneaky play if those guys miss he's probably good for four or five targets and uh he's a good like possession receiver so um could be a sneaky play if you need somebody speaking of sneaky plays i was just looking at my own lineup brandon cooks pretty much not going to play probably the rest of the season who knows but for life at Houston. Seems like he's not going to play this week. And the uh, Nico Collins is trending towards not playing either. So I'm looking at Chris Moore. I picked him up. He had that big game last week um, yeah. against Dallas. You know, 10 in 11 targets, 10 catches, 124 yards. God, I hate to play a guy like that the first week of the playoffs. But I need a third receiver. And they're playing Kansas City. And the game script is going to be pass heavy. Like, man, again, I, I mean, like, again, we've talked about it. We talked about last year. And again, I, ha- I hate to bring it up as your downfall, but you we fall victim to these names that you want to keep yep. playing. So Amon Ra last year was not a household name. He was that, is he a flash in the pan? He's had a spectacular end to the season. Or do I play a Zeke Elliott, you know? So it's the same kind of thing. Chris Moore is not a sexy name. It's not a sexy situation. But if he's the only option in a pass-heavy offense right now where they're going to be trailing, like, why not? It's not going to be sexy, but could get you 15 to 25 points. It's a good matchup. I mean, Kansas City's secondary is allowed a bunch of yardage, a bunch of points. Um, Damian Pierce is the next name on the list. It doesn't look like he's going to play. So Good thing got, I got my bye. To good thing him. you're on the bye in the Constellation bracket. Yep. Um, but they've got like Daria Agumbawale is going to be in there, Rex Burkhead. They, they signed like Royce Freeman, who's like back from the dead from three years ago or something like they're not going to be able to run the ball that well. You know, no. none of those guys are that dynamic. So they're going to have to throw. They're going to be behind pretty early. Um, I'm just thinking, like, just volume. I think Chris Moore is a good dart throw for a third receiver. Again, just kind of force feed these guys. Why wouldn't you? So, I mean, it could be, as you said, it's a sneaky. It's not, again, not a sexy play, but it could be a great one. So here was my options, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I had Jahan Dotson coming back for the Commanders. They're coming off the bye, playing the Giants again. He scored against the Giants the last time they played. Uh, it was like five for 50 and touchdowns, something like that. At John Dotson, I got Chris Moore. Who would you take? The tough thing with John Dotson is that he's kind of boomer bust and very touchdown dependent. You know, five for 50 is kind of like his ceiling in terms of receptions and yards. But so when he gets that touchdown thrown in there, it's a very nice day. But, you know, if you look at him, he's been like three catches, 60 yards, five catches, 50, that kind of thing. So, I mean, with a Chris Moore, if he's going to be the main guy, if someone's getting 12 targets, that's a great option right there. So I would go with Chris yeah. Moore. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. And again, as you uh, said, it's not good secondary too. So you, I was like, going to say a better, a better defensive kind of matchup for him as well. So the Giants yeah. have this pesky and, you know, they obviously had a tie last time they played. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird to say that you're going to go with a guy from 1-12-1, and one, but he's the better play. Well, I'm not going to fall victim to what happened last year. So I'm not going to worry as much about the names. And there are some studs I will not bench, but there are some guys where I'm going to say, I don't care. I'm rolling with it. Yep. Let's go. I'm in the sixth seed anyway. Like I'm shooting Hail Marys anyway. Right. So you got nothing to lose. Not? 
You're playing with house money right now. So just go Ryan Fitzpatrick out there. Just YOLO bombing. YOLO. Who cares? Fitzmagic coming out. Fitzmagic. DJ Moore was a full participant in practice, so pretty optimistic he'll be able to play. Uh, Tyler Huntley was actually practicing too. So of the concussions last week, Kenny Pickett not practicing yet. Russell Wilson not practicing yet. Uh, Corey Davis, I think. uh, I don't remember if he was practicing. I didn't see an update on him. But Tyler Huntley was practicing, and so there's a lot of optimism that he will be able to go. That'd be a big boost to the Baltimore offense, uh, who otherwise is playing an absolute no-name quarterback. Speaking of concussions, and I know we didn't really talk about it last episode because it's not a big name whatsoever, but in that Patriots-Cardinals game, hold on one second, excuse me. <coughs> Kemmer and I are both. Not, I don't think you're using your mic anyway right now. Oh, perfect. You know, this is what. So you're like I'm muting high. you're muting your mic and coughing anyway. <laughs> I can hear you cough. It is the high-quality production value that you all are here for, so it's spectacular. So anyway, what I was saying is I know this wasn't uh, – we didn't really talk about it because it wasn't a big-name guy. But in that Patriots-Cardinals game, so Devontae Parker, he got laid out. Um, and he was stumbling, getting up. But the crazy part was, so the Patriots – so it was rule to catch, but the Cardinals were thinking about because he got nailed, the ball came out. So it was rule to catch. So the Patriots were kind of hustling to get to the line just to call him to the play. But Parker is kind of like wobbling to get to the line. And supposedly there's a – a spotter but from the nfl to like stop play if there's any sign of concussion so yep. no one was stopping play literally nelson aguilar is on the line of scrimmage just going like like waving his arms trying to signal the refs like pointing to Devonte parker saying like we got to stop play like this dude is gonna just croak right now and it was wild so i guess there's a whole investigation going into it now that no one caught it like it was only Nelson yeah. Aguilar who had to step in, and actually the only reason why they stopped the play was because the Cardinals were challenging the play. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the ref should have spotted that first off, but then you're right, there is a spotter at the Titans game this past weekend. The spotter, we we didn't know what was going on, but like they they stopped the play for a second and had to get someone off the field, and we're like, what what's happening? That's exactly what it was. They noticed the big hit, the spotter up up in the uh, eye in the sky kind of thing was like, there's a guy down there, he looks a little woozy, he's wobbly, whatever. Stop the play, get him off the field. And I think that's a great addition to the game, honestly. Yeah. Because you can't – I've always wondered how – and they have a lot of refs out there, but I've always wondered, like, how can you see everything that happens all the time? How many holding penalties go – like, every single play there's holding, right? You just can't call it all. Like, there's always something going on that gets you kind of get away with, right? Um, something like that is something you don't want to get away with. You, you don't right. want to see that happen. No. So, so that's good. Concussions. Uh, yeah, I did see it was under investigation, though. Not good. Not good. Um, all right, so we've got Russell Wilson and Cortland Sutton both missing practice Wednesday. Sutton's got the hamstring issue. Russ is in concussion protocol, has not progressed yet, so I wouldn't expect Russell to be out there. Romeo Dobbs is confident that he'll play. He's saying he's going to play Monday night. He's got another week of rest from the he's bye saying. week. Um, but I think he's also going to realize he's lost his job because Christian Watson <laughs> has been lighting it up. So He's kind of been playing well. He's been playing pretty well. Uh, I don't think I would trust it, honestly. I wouldn't. I wouldn't Heck feel no, great about starting him point in the playoffs. Yeah. You can be trusting that. Yep. And the other big news I thought was interesting is uh, Mariota. So the Falcons are going to start Desmond Ritter, and then I think later put Mariota on IR. Yeah, they're just like, just like oh, it's, it's kind of like a Matt Ryan situation. You're hurt, but you're hurt. You are hurt. No, you're hurt. You're you're definitely hurt. You're definitely hurt for the rest of the year. I don't want any questions about it. That's that's what that that's what that tells me. Yeah, is uh, they don't want to they don't have to answer anybody. So you're going to see Desmond Ritter, which I'm actually really excited to see. I, I'm really curious to see what he's got. Um, 
I'm really curious to see what it means for Drake London. Uh, obviously, Cal Pitts is done for the year, so you're not going to get to see that. But I'm just curious to see what he's going to do. He's right. a very similar style player to Mariota, so they've got two mobile guys um, who can run and throw. Uh, I, I love seeing a young quarterback like this. I'm really curious to see it. I mean, we all we all knew that Marcus Mariota was a placeholder anyway. Uh, I think yeah. people kind of expected to see Raider earlier, but the <clears throat> weird success the Falcons were having, like, well, we can't. There's no yeah. – we're, we're doing all right. So, But now it's like, okay. It's time. Here we go. Yep. Yep. I think you got to as well before you head yeah. into the draft. I mean, they're only they're still only going to get four games out of him, right? So, I mean, I, I would have loved to have seen it earlier, but uh, they got to know before they head to the draft, do we need to draft another quarterback or is this guy right. potentially our guy? Well, I think what, what's probably going to happen is like a Davis Mills situation. Like he's probably going to have a few good games and they're going to be like, okay, I think we got something here. And then come next year, he's going to be garbage. And they're going to be like, oh, no. Damn it. <laughs> We Damn it. it! We thought we had something, and we did not. True. So, anyway, okay. what do we do? Uh, let's get to a Pixie and Pick'em update. Yes. Let yeah, us I know you're that. excited about that one. Yeah. So my Patriots kind of got me a big win because, uh, you know, Kyle and I had tied last week for the lead, so we decided to go. And our tiebreakers were the same, which is wild. Oh, look at you! I, you, you even got to pull it up before I did. So um, we carried over last week's win into this week. And my Patriots got me that win, so I was able to take two skins from that. I will take it. Puts me and Leslie atop the leaderboard even better. We're tied at 131. Uh, Kemper right behind with 129, and Kyle 127. So, again, we're still only four apart. It's just kind of a little shuffling of who's up there, who's down. Um, yep. Anybody's game. Anybody's game. I'm still pretty salty about the Patriots game, honestly. Uh, Kyler Murray going down in the third play of the game. Now, granted, Colt McCoy is a totally capable backup, but he's not yeah. Kyler Murray. Would have liked to have seen that game play all the way through, but anyway. Sure. But yeah. I'd just like to point out that I was the only one to pick the Chargers. But that was a good call. Side, on the flip side, Leslie was the only one who picked the Niners to beat the Bucs. Why did we all pick the Bucs? Like, we, even we when we done, did it, man. like, why it felt, we it? it felt gross doing it. And the Brock Purdy thing had us thrown, and we were just wrong. We were just flat out wrong. We were just wrong. So let's let's have a little redo here. Thursday night football. The Niners again. They're heading to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Gino and Brock. Who you got? Gino and Brock, man. I, Brock's been showing he can handle it. I mean, again, they're not going to ask him to do too much. So he just got to be Jimmy Garoppolo and just manage the game. And he can definitely do that. Their defense is going to carry him. Seahawks are kind of fading. This is kind of what we were expecting earlier in the season. So I'm I'm sticking with the Niners. I mean, he proved it. You go up against Tom Brady, you beat him. You have a good game. It's not like he was just five for seven with 110 yards. He had over 250 yards and a couple TDs. So Brock, he man. wasn't Malik Willis out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I too am going with the Niners. Too good all around. I mean, even the loss of Debo hurts, and uh, I'm excited for him to get back. Hopefully before the playoffs, but um, the defense is too strong here, and that's the big difference. You know, sure. both teams have playmakers on offense. But uh, the defense is a big difference. Yes, it is. All right. Next, we got the Vikings hosting the Colts. We got a Saturday game here. We got three Saturday games this week. I don't, I don't yeah. know what that's all about. Because no college but, football, man. So they're like, well, we got to fill in Saturday somehow. So make sure okay. you get your lineups in Saturday. Yeah, make sure you, yeah that's true. That's true. So uh, Vikings hosting the Colts. I mean, the Vikings did not look good last week against the uh, vaunted Detroit Lions team, but I'm going to stick with the Vikings on this one. The Colts have not shown me a whole lot here. I think this has got some shootout potential, though. I think uh, the Vikings defense has been very bend, don't break, um, but they've given up a lot of points. So 
I would expect a decent game for Michael Pittman, who people have been waiting to see a good game from for several weeks now. John Taylor's going to be back in action. I've been waiting the entire season. But anyway. Yeah, he's been he's been real streaky this year. But uh, I think I think the running backs here are both going to have good games. Yeah, you. I bet you're hoping. I'm you're hoping they are because I got them both. Let's go. <laughs> True. Who you got? Oh, right. I got to make my pick. Yeah, Vikings. <laughs> yeah, Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Okay. Justin Jefferson is close to passing Stephon Diggs for sixth all time on the Vikings career receiving list, which is crazy. He's been in the league for three years. Yep. <laughs> he's got 1,500 yards. I saw that. He has 1,500 yards through 13 games. He's projected to almost 2,000. That's insane. He's yeah. such a freak. I love him. Okay. So now we got Baltimore heading to Cleveland. Sounds like Tyler Huntley is going to play for Baltimore. That's a big win. Who you got? I'm done with the Ravens. I just hate them. I can't pick them ever. So I'm picking Cleveland just out of spite. So no good analysis here. I'm just picking Cleveland out of spite. They were a yeah. little spunky against the Browns anyway. So that was nice to see. But the Ravens struggled mightily against the Steelers. I know they were playing with their third, fifth quarterback, but I'm they were also playing against Mitch Trubisky. So yeah, should have been a blowout. So out of spite, I'm going with the Browns. Yeah, I'm going with the Browns too. They were you they were against you, the Bengals. Um, I actually the think controversial opinion here. I think Deshaun is getting better each game, and I think he's it's just kicking off the rust. I mean, I think he's gonna oh, yeah. he's round two into years. form here. He's been two years, so I mean, he's gonna round into form. Uh, I think Amari Cooper has a big game. It's at home, right? It's at home. Amari Cooper's good at home. So yeah, I think the Ravens just they are lacking firepower. Mark Andrews has really trailed off. He's still a stud, but. He's really trailed off. Um, they don't have any other receiving option. Demarcus Robinson, Devin Duvernay don't scare you. Cleveland's got a pretty solid defense. J.K. Dobbins is back. He looked good last week, but hard to trust. So I'm going to go with Cleveland. Okay. Okay. All right. Now we got Miami to Buffalo AFC East matchup. What's going to happen? Saturday night. Saturday night football. Saturday I love this. Night. Saturday uh, man, the Dolphins really kind of crapped the bed last week. So. I'm going to go with the Bills on this one. Um, they haven't looked like spectacular, but I think they'll get it done at home. This yeah. is one of those where it doesn't make sense. Like why the Dolphins are in the AFC East makes no sense to me. All the other teams are up north in the Northeast. You know, like they should not have to play in Buffalo in freaking December. It's <laughs> just not fair. <laughs> Who would you trade then, man? Who would you put in there? So I was talking to my father-in-law about this. We got a whole reorganization going on. Because so, okay, you got the Bengals, the Steelers, the Ravens, and the uh, Browns. That's all you know. Midwest AFC North, North that, that needs to stay the same. Yeah, the AFC South doesn't make any sense. So we've got the Jags and Tennessee and Houston and the Colts. So so Tennessee and the Colts make sense. Houston only makes sense because the Titans came from Houston. Otherwise, that is not very close to us. Well, if you uh, remember the Colts, no sense. The Colts used to be in the AFC East a while back. Yeah, that's fine, but they're they're geographically not that far from Nashville, so like that makes sense. But I think you got to put the Jags and the Dolphins together, and like give us. So I would say like you'd have to do NFC AFC swap out here. Oh, like, here we I go. feel like it should be like Falcons, Panthers, Titans, and um, Colts. Maybe you know, like that's like just regionally that that makes a lot more sense. And you put Houston and the Saints together because they're not that far from each other, you know. And then the Jags and Dolphins could be together. Well, just saying. We'll put the graph and we'll make our, our real life. Yeah, I'm gonna re, I'm gonna do some gerrymandering here, and I'm gonna. Okay, fair. Re, uh, I, don't know, 
I'm going with the Bills at home. It's too cold for the Dolphins. And again, they look bad against the Chargers. And uh, I know the Bills haven't looked spectacular, but they're getting it done. That's all that matters. So go with Buffalo. Yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> all right, Desmond Ritter heading to the New Orleans to take on the Saints. His first game is on the road in the Superdome. Yikes. I mean, it's going to happen here. You, I know you love the Superdome. It's one of the toughest places to play. So I'm, you're probably going Saints. Man, this year, Desmond Ritter, ugh. can he pull out some Brock Purdy magic? I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with the Saints, just mainly giving them the home field advantage. And maybe it's a it's an aired out Dalton game and see what happens. Yeah, I think coming off the bye, I think this is really going to help them. Uh, they got to get Kamara more involved again. He needs to be the focal point. And it sounds like Dennis Allen really wants to do that. I'm going to take the Saints as well, but I don't feel really great about it. This team is garbage. Oh, yeah. The Falcons could easily win this game. They could. It's one of those games It's like, ugh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, Eagles, Eagles traveling to Chicago. Here we go. Your Bears. Going Here's Eagles. my thought. Here's my I thought. The on Eagles. I, I mean, the thought. Eagles, they're just doing it on both ends of the ball. Offense, defense, they're rolling. And, uh, I mean, Devontae Smith is really kind of starting to separate himself, kind of what they were hoping for. Again, Miles Sanders, come by player of the year, make it happen. So, going Eagles. He's not going to beat Gino or Saquon. But anyway, so here I have two thoughts about Justin Fields in this game because I have to start. I'm starting him in both my fantasy leagues that I have him in. And on the one hand, I'm nervous because I feel like the Eagles defense gets to see Justin Fields every day in practice when they play Jalen Hurts. They're so similar to me in style. True. And so I'm kind of nervous that they're going to have like, you know, a lot of teams. We talked about this with Tyreek Hill. They don't have a Tyreek Hill. They can't possibly simulate what it's going to be like to play him, you know? Yeah. You can simulate Justin Fields. Most other teams that simulate Justin Fields are going to put like a Debo or a receiver in the backfield at quarterback and just have them run to simulate the speed, but they can't simulate the throwing. The Eagles have like a clone, you know? So it makes me nervous that their defense is going to have a pretty good scheme for this game. On the other hand, I do feel like maybe this is totally manufactured in my head. Justin Fields really wants to show out. You know, he wants to say like, I'm playing with the big boys here. This is the team that we want to be um, long term, and so I'm gonna, it's, you know, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this big matchup, and I'm gonna show what I can do. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles either way. I'm just <laughs> riffing on, I'm riffing on Justin Fields specifically. Take I'm the taking the Eagles, better, better all around team, but uh, I'm hopeful that Fields rises to the occasion. Well, I can only think of two of the Bears wins. I got the Patriots, and I got the uh, Niners. Who's the other team? Yeah, you know, that Niners game was a sloppy game at the beginning. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know where they beat. All right, now we got those feisty five and six lines in their or five and one lines in their last six going to New York. A little banged up. What could happen? They keep it rolling. So these teams to me are like kind of similar, especially on offense. They're pretty similar. They've got playmakers at each level, uh, which I like. Uh, Mike White's a gunslinger. You know how I feel about him. The difference for me is the Jets have a defense. The Lions, their nope. defense is getting better. It is getting better. But I think the Jets' defense is, is definitely better, and this game is in New York. And so there's a lot being said about can Jared Goff play in the cold, can he play outside, all this kind of stuff. That's probably nonsense, but I'm going to give a slight edge to the home team on this one and go with the Jets, but I'm excited about this game. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Lions here, man. I've It's just been fun to watch them, see what they've, how they've grown. And, I mean, to beat a tough Vikings team like the way they did, that's a big win for them. And, again, to have one five of six was really – who was the one loss they had? It was uh, uh, blanking on it. 
but I feel like they could have won it. Anyway, they're clicking on offense. To get Jamison Williams back is huge. Jared Goff has been playing. He's been gunslinging it. Uh, the fact that DeAndre Swift is healthy. Dude, I'd be watching. This would be like a, a team you don't want to necessarily see in the playoffs if they make it just because they can put up points. And it'll be a great test to see against this Jets defense because it is very stout. But I'm going to go Lions. Lions lost by three to the Bills. Bills, that's right. So, I mean, that one loss being to the Bills at Thanksgiving when it was tied yep. with 30 seconds left. I mean, yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're Unfortunately, the, the right Jets time. are constructed similarly to the Bills, so I think that's potentially a weakness for them. But, yeah, it could be an absolute shootout. I really hope it is and kind of expect that it will be. I'm pulling for the Lions. I'm a fan. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. All right, Steelers traveling to Carolina to take on the Panthers. This is a weird matchup. It is a but weird I think matchup. We're, I think we're going to have Trubisky homecoming for Trubisky back in Carolina. Oh, true. Watch and out. Sam Darnold. Dude, Carolina's just been stringing together some couple weird good performances lately, and I'm here for it. So I'm going to keep a roll with Carolina. Whenever I pick Pittsburgh, they lose. So not picking Pittsburgh. Trubisky looked terrible. And, uh, yeah, on Carolina. Yeah, it, it, you know how I feel about – can you pick it? And if he's not playing, I don't want any part of this team. I don't want Trubisky, so I'll take the Panthers as well. Their defense has played really well. And Sam Darnold has been surprisingly efficient. He's gotten the ball down the field. They've got a two-headed monster in the backfield now with Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. They're moving the ball pretty well. They need to get DJ Moore more involved. He did nothing last week. But uh, this, this should be a good opportunity for him to get more involved. Yes. All right. Now we got everyone's favorite team along with the Lions. The other cat, the Jags, playing host to the boys. This could be a big statement win if the Jags could pull it off. What do you think? It would be a huge statement win if they could pull it off. Now, Dallas got their shock last week when they almost lost to Houston and absolutely shouldn't have. I don't know if they were looking ahead to this game or even looking past this one, too. I'm not sure. The Jags are freaking pesky, man. They're not just pesky. They whooped the Titans. I mean, it was not even close. So, uh, I really, you know how I feel about Trevor Lawrence. I really like this Jags team. Um, but I'm having trouble saying that the Cowboys are going to lose. Too well-rounded, too experienced, great defense, uh, too many weapons on offense. I think they'll get it done, but I, I don't think it should be 90%, 10%. That seems kind of <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys, they're round, truly rounding in the form. Their defense is playing lights out, and their offense, save for last week against Houston, has has looked really good, too, so they're putting points on the board. I do love what the Jaguars are doing. What's just tough for me is the it's a roller coaster. So they looked great against the Titans last week. The week prior, they did not look great against the Lions. So it's it's a young team. Yep. They're riding those ups and downs. So you can't be doing that uh, against the better teams. So, unfortunately, I have to go with Dallas, but I would love to see the Jaguars win. Yeah, they, they might. You never know. They could get it done. <clears throat> All right, Chiefs traveling to take on the Texans. They've got Dr- Jeff Driscoll is elevated to the 53-man roster. He's playing tight end. He's playing quarterback. They got Daria Gunbawale. Leading I mean, the backfield, Chris Moore, Swiss leading Army receiver. knife, Swiss Army knife, Jeff Driscoll, but obviously Texans here, right? Gonna go with Kansas City, squeaks. Yeah, squeaks. Yeah, same, same, Chiefs. <laughs> same. Chiefs, let's go. <laughs> All right, now we got the Cardinals facing the Broncos. I don't. God. Woof. Yeah, uh, let's Woof. hear it. What you got? Um. The only unit I have faith in in this in this game is the Denver defense, but uh, I have a lot more faith in Colt McCoy than Brent Ripien. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Yeah. I don't know why people are picking the the Broncos. They're hot garbage. Yeah, 
it's not like they're getting better with Russell Wilson not playing. Not that Russell Wilson's been good. So no, I'm I'm going with the Cardinals as well. They were scrappy against the Patriots. Colt McCoy is a very competent backup. You know, he can lead an offense, and you still got DeAndre Hopkins as a freak there. So you got that guy, you're gonna be looking all right. And their defense is solid. So I mean their defense is okay. I'll give it okay. It's okay. James yeah. Conner is back in he's back into form too. I think that's a yeah. that's a big key to this game, is like he's he's back. So, so I don't think Denver's got the weapons for it. So I'm gonna go cards, cards as well. Okay. Oh man, who are you taking here? Your Patriots against your Raiders. I know my you Raiders, love man. The Vegas Raiders. It was like the Falcons of last year. I just can't keep. I can't not pick the Raiders. I do love can't them. Pick, pick Josh the McDaniels oh going up against his former team. Honestly, this was a tough one for me because I look at this. I look at them twofold. I've you know you've heard me talk. I love the Raiders' offense. Josh Jacobs is a beast. Shit, maybe he should be comeback player of the year. Even didn't really come back from anything. It's just holy crap, I'm here. Yeah, uh, Carr had a stinker last week, but you know he's still shown he can do it. Uh, and then on the flip side, honestly, you the Patriots' offense is one of the worst I have seen in recent memory. Granted, you know we've been spoiled by having Tom Brady for 20 years, but just to see how many steps backward this team has taken offensively, and it has to do with the top. It's Matt Patricia. Like, you don't hire a Matt Patricia as your offensive coordinator, a failed head coach who is a defensive coordinator, not even a great yeah. one at that. And he's your yeah. offensive guy with a second-year quarterback, which is probably one of the most important times in a quarterback's development. So, honestly, the, it's the offense that scares me just because it's so inefficient. They are the, le- they are the least efficient in the red zone. Third downs are terrible. So, call me crazy, Vegas. At home, man, I'm <clears throat> I'm having trouble with this one too, and it for me it really depends more on the fact that Ramondre not going to play. Yeah, I don't I don't have like Pierre Strong looked really good against Arizona, and I hope he's good. I mean, it'd be great for them if he just plugs right in there. But without Ramondre and no Devontae Parker, like who are they? Who who are their weapons? You know, their offense is terrible, just yeah. terrible. Now I do think this will be. This will be a 12 to seven game, you know, like <laughs> Josh McDaniels will not get it done against the Patriots. I can promise you that his offense. Well, I, take will it get back. I meant, I meant to say this. Josh McDaniels has a winning record against Bill Belichick. Um, it might be two and one or something, but it's not going to last. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I have more faith in the Raiders players, but the coaching situation makes me really nervous here. So who so, are you going? God, I don't know, man. Hello. This is a coin flip. Hello this there. is a coin flip. All right, we'll flip that coin. Let's see what you got. Heads is Patriots. Do you want me to do the wheel of names for you? No, I actually have a coin flip app. Okay. I'm going to flip a coin. I might do a Susan B. Anthony dollar. So who's going to be Susan and who's going to be the eagle? Which I don't know if that's on the back of a Susan B. Anthony. Stop. Stop with the ads. I don't want your ads. You have an ad for your coin flipper app? Susan B. Anthony dollar. Okay, okay. here it is. So, so who's who? Susan B, she kind of looks like him, Bill Belichick. Okay. All right, Susan, here's the flip. This is a long flip. Susan! It's Susan. Give Patriots. me the pats. Hey, give, give me the pats, full confidence. Give me the give pats. Give me the pats. I knew it all along. Every time I knew it. I didn't have to flip this <laughs> coin. It was rigged. All right, now it's your team's turn. Titans at the charges. Going cross country ish. I guess only one time zone, so you're fine. Two time zones. Oh yeah, mountain. Um, stupid mountain. 
Stupid mountain time zone. This makes me nervous, man. The Chargers looked really good last week. They've got all their players back. They're healthy. They Their weapons are exactly the weakness of the Titans' defense, which is the receiving core. Yeah. Um, I think Mike Williams and Keenan Allen go off in this game. Justin Herbert's going to throw for 300. I don't know where the Titans are going to have the firepower to get it done to, to keep up with this. I, I don't. I don't think they can do this. I don't think they can win this game. I got to go with the Chargers, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's a bummer because the tight man. It's a it's the tale of two or three seasons for the Titans. Start off zero and two, then win five in a row, and now you've lost like what three in a row. So it's just three in a row. It's rough right now, and the Chargers, you know, have been like this. But as you said, they're getting healthy now, so they're kind of on that upward swing. So I too am going to go with the Chargers just because they're getting healthy and showing flashes, while the Titans are going the wrong direction. And as you yeah. said, this can't match it. It's upsetting, but what are you going to do? All it's right, upsetting. Bengals heading to Tampa to take on Brady and those Bucks who are on fire right now. Yeah. Who you got? I got to go with Cincy. I mean, they're they're hot. Jamar is back. Joey is slinging it. Bucks can't do anything on offense, man. He scores seven points against a Brock Purdy. I know Brock Purdy's not playing defense, but against the Niners, talk about a disappointment. Tom Brady game. coming home. Like, ugh. So they look pathetic. They look gross. It's like they don't want to be there. Tom's not going to be there next year. So Cincy. Yeah, I got to go Cincy as well. Um, I am nervous a little bit because Higgins and Boyd may not play. And if they don't, I think Jamar is the best player out there. But, uh, you know, you got to have more than one weapon. So I don't know if Mixon can get it done. This is, this Tampa run defense is really good. Yeah. Um, I think ultimately Tampa can't score. They, they can't. can't. They can't move the ball. The receivers can't catch anymore. Like I saw Godwin dropping passes, which is shocking. Mike Evans has completely disappeared. Uh, this was one of the best, if not the best, receiving tandem in the league yeah. last year. And Ghost Town. Um, I don't know what's going on. Nobody wants to be there. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I think but it's they're just they're just kind of done. But yeah, it's too bad. It's too bad. Tommy, Watch the Bucks come out here and, and light it up and go on fire. I don't know. That's the know. that's the annoying thing. It's like they have well, that's the thing. They have the ability to do it. They just haven't. They haven't done it at all. But they have yeah. the pieces. They have the tools. But ugh, it's frustrating. Hey, you know what though? I'm liking the dump offs to Rashad White and Fournette. I'm here for that because I got both of them in different leagues, and that's the only person you can complete a pass to. Fine by me. Yep, you're good with that. All right. Uh, is there a tie button for this one? I would love that would be awesome. Another tie. <laughs> Can we click a tie? So you're you're up first, man. Giants heading to Washington to take on the Commanders. Um, so it's simple math. I'm just going to take you know the home field advantage is like a point and a half. It was a tie in New York. That means Washington by three. Let's go. Yeah, I too am picking Washington mainly just because of the weapons they have, and New York just keeps losing them. If Richie James is your best. Not good. Trouble. And Saquon's yeah. been struggling the past four or five weeks. He still has not gotten back on track. So, and Washington's getting, I mean, their defense is, is pesky. And so, yeah, I'm going Washington, man. Go Washington. Washington's in the playoff hunt right now. And honestly, good on the Giants for hanging with them and getting that tie. It sounds kind of silly to congratulate a team for a tie, but like, <laughs> did it. I mean, Washington is actually, this is a tale of two seasons as well. Washington is moving this way, the Giants are moving this way. And good on them to, to manage a tie. But I, I agree. I don't. I don't know if they can. I'm not sure they can get it done here. Yeah. Not enough firepower. All right. Monday, Monday night. night watch out! It is the action-packed Baker Mayfield-led Rams against Green Bay, off fresh off their bye. Who you got? Bake Show coming into LA with two days of practice and playing Thursday night football, pulling out a gutty win. 
Uh, now he's had like 11 days off to prepare and to learn the playbook and to get some chemistry with the players. I don't think it's going to matter. I'm going to take Green Bay in this game. But um, I don't know. We'll see what old Ben Skoranek can do here. Ben's I thought about picking him up and playing him, but uh, didn't have the kahunas for that. <laughs> uh, I, too, am going Green Bay here. Uh, prior to that last final drive, which was a spectacular drive by Baker Mayfield, the 98-yarder, they were looking gross. Baker was terrible in the first half. Um, so, I mean, the fact that they were hanging in that game, just it's more, I guess, to speak how hapless the Raiders were that week. But, yeah, I'm going Green Bay. Fresh off a of bye week, as we talked about, Aaron Jones coming back. Christian Watson's been playing well. You still got former MVP Aaron Rodgers, so they still got a few more pieces than the crap show. That yeah, they and I think Rodgers knows too, and th- this will be really interesting. You know, we always love a good uh, Rodgers narrative, but since they mentioned like, hey, what if we wanted to get Jordan Love some reps? He's basically in his head thinking like, if we lose another game, we're done, done. and yeah. I'm done, you know? So he's got his he back against to the wall. Playing. All right, how many points you got? Point total, I'm going to go Packers with 24, Rams with 16. Give me 40. 40. I have 38. (laughs) I have 38. By the way, I was was so pissed watching the game last Monday night because, you know, I was like, if the Patriots lose, it's going to come down to the tiebreaker. I had 44. You or or Kyle had 45. And then someone else had 41. So I was like, there's no way I can win. Because Price is right, yeah. like it's like, it's impossible. I can't. You got boxed in. Yeah, Unless I had forty five on that one. Kyle had forty one. So yeah, if Arizona had won that and it had been forty, you would have lost. I would have lost. Garbage. Y'all just copying my points, just boxing me in. Garbage. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to take a little break here and do some trivia. Trivia, diehard trivia. It's trivia time. I've got six questions for you. We'll see if we make it through all of them. These are not that difficult. <laughs> These are okay? because uh, honestly, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to call ourselves out anymore. You know, I'm still a little rattled from the Rocky experience, and uh, I know Fanacek is a listener, and Die Hard would be a movie that he would know every single detail of, and I sure. I don't want to um, feel inadequate in front of him. So, fair. We're gonna well, we're gonna do softball one. style. I would be the inadequacies. So, but anyway, I know. Well, I don't want you to look bad either. I, I gave you John McClain after all. You did. Crawling okay. Uh, this is a little more quirky of a question, but I'm curious if you remember this specifically. John McClain, toward the beginning of the movie, he's on the plane, he's flying, and he is talking to a fellow passenger about how to not get jet lag. And the guy tells oh. him to do this. Yes. I actually do know this. Jet lag. Take off your shoes, right? You take off your shoes and kind of like caress the, the floor or whatever, you, but take off your shoes. Yeah, walk around on the rug making fists with your toes. That, yeah, you see, did you see me doing this? I was like, yeah, I yeah. Go like this. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried that? I don't know if that would do anything for uh, jet lag. Doesn't seem like it would have any effect whatsoever. But well, it's just ironic because the shoe thing comes into play later in the movie. But true, doesn't have shoes. That's true. Okay, so I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Take off your shoes. Good enough. Yes. All right. Uh, Character wise, what is John McClane's wife's name? Oh, oh snakes! Well, I know when he goes to the party, he couldn't find her in the directory because she went back to her maiden name. But what was her name? I feel like it is it Holly. It is Holly. Yes, two for two. It's a very Christmas name as well. See, Definitely Holly Jolly, Jolly Holly. All right. Um. So 
the terrorists come into the building, round everybody up, but they don't get John McClane because he was doing what? Or where was he, I guess? Where was he? Was he in the bathroom? We will accept he was in the bathroom. Yeah, he was freshening up, washing up. He had just gotten in from his flight. Right. Holly took him back to her office and had a little bathroom suite there attached. He was kind of getting getting washed up a little bit. So, yes. Okay. Whew. That was kind of just a, a shot a little bit, but a slightly educated shot. There you go. Um, okay. What are the terrorists trying to get access codes to? Ooh. Is it like... So, it's a... Nakatomi, it's a Japanese company. I feel like it's like a bank. It's so like bonds, like bear bonds or something. So bear bonds is correct. Um, yes. but they want the access codes to the vault. Oh, <laughs> because they want to get the bear bonds. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for vault to get the bear bonds. Yeah. So the bear bonds are easier for him to move than just cash. Just straight up cash. Yep. Then you gotta wash the cash. Launder. And that was it. Uh okay. The dead terrorist in the elevator had a message written on his shirt. What did it say? Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> Boom. <Yes. laughs> I'd love that scene. He opens the door. He's like, ho, ho, ho. Of course, I'm saying like the Tim Allen. Yeah. Yeah. He was tied to his uh, swivel chair, right? Yes. Love okay. It. And this is your sixth question. Kind of a bonus, really. But okay. who played Sergeant Al Powell? Which uh, is a terrible name because... Al Powell. Al Powell. Al Powell. Oh, it just came to my head. So it is from Family Matters lore, uh, one Carl Winslow. And I, I, I couldn't think of his name for a second, but it is Reginald Johnson. Reginald Vell Johnson. Ah, yes, but close enough. And uh, Carl Carl Winslow was what I was going for as well. So <laughs> I would have accepted that. Carl Winslow. <laughs> would have accepted Carl Winslow from Urkel or Family Matters. Yes. Yes. Well done, sir. Well done. Six for six. Bonus points. Bonus. That's a great cast. I, and again, like, so we grew up on Family Matters. So I remember like, oh, Carl Winslow. But I can only see Carl, Carl Winslow. But ironically, in Family Matters, he's a cop. So, he's a cop. That's right. So he's a cop. He's just good being a cop. Uh, fun fact. So spoiler alert, you know, when Hans Gruber dies, he falls off the roof. Um, played by the great Alan Rickman. But uh when they were filming it, they said, okay, we're going to drop you on three. And like, okay. Uh, so when the cameras were actually rolling, they dropped him on one. So his look of fear is legit. Cause he had yeah. no idea. That's when he was going to be falling. <laughs> I remember hearing that. I remember reading that and thinking, well done. Right. That's, uh, that's, that's great. Hollywood right there. It's good. Hollywood. <clears throat> He's like, Oh, I'm actually dying. <laughs> I will die right now. Uh, yeah, this was apparently Alan Rickman's first feature film that he had done. So to really? kind of launch his career as well. He's a great villain. He's a great bad guy, whatever you want to call him. Well, and I know we've talked about this on previous episodes, but why is it that like British actors can do American accents so well, but then Americans cannot do British? So in the movie, you know, he's I think he's British or he's German. German. That's right. And yeah. um, but then when he first meets John McClane in like the elevator or wherever, John doesn't know that he's a terrorist, so he flips to an American accent, like Henry something. Anyway, uh, but it's yes. just so crazy to me that they just have that range that you have no idea that they're from another a different country. Like, yeah, um, Americans are terrible at that. So and it's always noticeable, and I always hate it when I see a fake accent. I'm just like garbage. 
Yeah. But then I ne- I'm always surprised when I find out that a British person is British. I'm like, right. Like, like Andrew Lincoln, when I first watched the walking, I'm like, this dude yes. British, <laughs> like, holy crap. Rick Grimes is so Southern and you see him in love actually. And you're like, oh my gosh, he's a British <laughs> this man. Guy. This guy. Range. Oh. It's called range. Such range. <laughs> All right. Well done, sir. We're going to give uh, an update on run your pool on the uh, fantasy league that we've done. I once again crushed it last week. 133 to 109. Uh, you staged a bit of a comeback toward the end, but was not enough. Jerry Judy, uh, I extended my lead. Jerry Judy, three touchdowns. That was a big time call for me. DJ Chark, also a big time call for me. And then Michael Badgley, as I mentioned, kickers, kickers against Minnesota, 10 points. Uh, not too bad. Yeah. And again, this site doesn't, doesn't give you extra points for like 40 yards or 50 yards or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Just crushing it. Uh, you had Jamar Chase. It's a great week to play him. He went off. But Greg Dortch got you zero, even though Rondale Moore didn't play. Right. And Rondale like, Moore that? also got you 0. 0.6. So that helped. That was good. Yeah. Woof. So you were down 143.34 points or 131.34 if you want to get your 12 points back that you're still salty about. I am salty about those 12. That's crap. So, All yeah. right. Well, let's hear these lineups then. Let's do it. I will start with my quarterback. We talked about him at length in the beginning. Michael White. Let's oh, go. Doctor. Let's I, go. I honestly thought yeah. about it. I was like, should I play Mike White? Uh, I was going from his counterpart from last week, Kirk Cousins. Wait, not last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks Sometime ago. Sometime anyway. this season. Kirk. They played at some point this season. <laughs> yes. Kirk Cousins. There he is. Kirk Cousins got Indy this week, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that same game, I'll be taking Dalvin Cook as a running back. I've been saving him all year, and um, thankfully, he has not been injured at all. Of course, the one year I have him on my team and you don't have him, stays healthy. So what are Dumb. you going to do? So Dalvin Cook for me. All right. Well, watch out because I'm going heavy. I'm going with one. Bam, Knight. What? Ooh, ooh, ooh. what? Bam. <laughs> well, for my running back, too. I'm also going with Bam Knight. <laughs> Zonovan Knight. <laughs> Let's go. Damn it. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, for my second heavy hitter, Rashad White. Get it. Oh, a couple. You got a knight and a white. You have a white knight. A white knight. I like Rashad White. I've said that before. Okay, so first wide receiver for me. I mentioned him earlier as well. Mike Williams taking on those Titans. Woof. They're going to get torched. Excuse me, can't get rid of this cough. It's gross. Uh, I'm going with one Jarvis Landry coming fresh off his bye. Really, Jarvis Landry didn't even know he was playing again this season. I thought he he's been out much of the season. Yep. Um, okay, he's that primed. is a risky play. He's <laughs> you, bottom of the I barrel. Got, I got zero from Jer- for Greg Dortch and DJ Moore, so I can throw a Jarvis Landry. It's fine. Oh my god. I feel much better about my lineup now. Okay, I've got Michael Pittman going against the Vikings. This is the rebound game. Let's go, Pittman. Damn it. I have to also have Michael Pittman. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, look at us. Two of the same. Ugh. That has not been happening as much this year. It happened a lot in DFS last year. Not it did. This year. But here it's like just okay. when you play him because then you can't do it again. So. Yep. All right, so for tight end, I've been saving him all season. He was injured, and now he's back. Dalton Schultz. Ooh. Let's ride. Nice. Let's ride. Uh, Dawson Knox, DK. Okay. Okay. DK. Saving him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dawson Knox has been good. Uh, I'm hoping that I get some 
Chig Okonkwo stats out of Dalton Schultz. There you go. Gets the Jags. All right, the flex. I'm taking Brendan Ayuk. No Debo. Ooh. Take the Niners Thursday night football. Let's go ahead and get it out of the way. I think the Seattle Seattle secondary is not impressive. So can't use him. Uh, I just hope they feed this guy one Zeke Elliott. Let's just go. Ooh, nice. Feed him. Feed him. Zeke has been money. He's good for a touchdown no matter what. Yeah. I like it. So no surprise at kicker. I'm going Chase McLaughlin for the Colts against those Vikings. Let's go. <laughs> keeping it, keeping it rolling. Love it. I love the consistency. Robbie Gould for the Niners against Robbie the Steelers. Robbie Gould. Robbie, yeah, he's like fourth 48. week in a row. If this is, I mean, I've I've really caught on to something. It's my fourth week in a row playing a kicker against the Vikings, and the last three, I think they were the top scoring kickers. I really do. That's been crushing, bad, man. I love it. All right, for defense, I am going with the Chiefs this week against Houston. Let's go, Jeff Ooh. Driscoll. Yeah, Davis Mills. Daria Gumbawale, Chris Moore, doesn't matter. Chiefs. Stop, stop saying names. Uh, for my defense, watch out. Keep pounding Carolina Panthers against those Steelers and Trubisky's three interceptions. That's a great call. I think I've already used the Panthers, but that is a great call. That's going to be a that's going to be a, a point explosion for the Carolina defense. Oh yes, watch out. <laughs> a points bonanza. <laughs> okay, so we uh, last week had a do it bet that was. The great uh, Civil War in Ohio. Battle for Ohio. And the Browns and the Bengals. And you had first pick of the draft and took Joe Burrow, which is the right call. I then um, took two and three with Deshaun Watson and Jamar Chase. And you got your fourth pick with T. Higgins, who screwed everyone in fantasy, including myself, and in this case, including you, and didn't actually play. So you got 20 and a half points out of Burrow. I got 29 and a half out of Jamar and 19 and a half out of Deshaun. Womp, Rushed, womp, that do a bed. Rushed womp, it. Womp. Womp, womp is right. Yeah. Boo. So we need to do it bet this week. We do need to do it bet. What if we chose a division and drafted quarterbacks? Okay. Let's do it. Which division should we do? Wheel of names. Wheel of okay. names every division. Fair. I will. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about which division we would hope we w- it would be. And then. Well, let's be honest. Don't we want the AFC West? But then someone gets stuck with uh, Brett Ripian. Brett Ripian. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you really want here. Um, NFC okay. North would be, would be pretty good. Yeah. NFC North would probably be the most like consistent, solid plays. Okay, I'm almost there. NFC almost there. East. I, I would not want – I wouldn't mind the AFC South. That would be uh, – I mean, Houston would be rough. The Jags so would be good. Fat, you're going to have to mind the typos with my fat fingers, but – Oh, my gosh. The NVC East. There's the AFC North. So. <laughs> it's wheeling. It's rolling. Nerf. Come on, Nerf. Oh, gross. Who is it? It is the NFC South. Oh, Desmond Ritter. Let's go. Gross. All right. Okay. Not... I'll flip Susan B. Anthony to determine who gets the first pick. Okay. Do you want Susan or Tails? Uh, Tails never fails. I like Tails as well. Yes, flipping. Oh, it's Tails. Susan again. 
Uh, Let's go, Susan. Susan. All right, so we've got Desmond Ritter, Andy Dalton, Tom Sam Brady. Darnold, and Tom Brady. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't want any of them. Um, man, this is going to sound wild, but I'm going to go with Andy Dalton. Damn it, I was honestly hoping <laughs> you were not going to take Andy Dalton and he would just kind of fall to me. I'm like, going to take what? Dalton against the Falcons. As I'll the, take I mean, Andy Dalton. Damn it. Well, I mean, I got to go TB12. Yeah. And then give me Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold against the Steelers. Okay, so I got both quarterbacks in the Falcons-Saints game. Desmond Ritter in his first ever game. <laughs> and Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton backup. has never been a first pick in his life. My gosh. Okay, I guess I say Andy Dalton and Desmond Ritter have more fantasy points than Tom Brady and Sam Darnold. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And I say Tom Brady and Sam Donald have more fantasy points than Desmond Ritter and Andy Dalton. Do it. Do it. Do it. Had like a mixed uh, northeastern southern accent there. Yeah, it kind of did kind of just more. Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Wicked. Good. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Okay. Let's do the fat fingers. AFC Nerf. Nerf. And the NVC. Anyway. So I feel like the NFC, the NFC North would probably be the right, the right division, right? Yeah. Just from like a you're not going to get any like total duds. Kirk, Goff, Fields, and Rogers. Yeah, that's pretty good. You're not going to get any duds out of that. Oh well, the NFC, I mean the AFC East. Oh AFC East, other than Mac, he's the he's the dud, honestly. <laughs> he is the dud counter right there. Yeah, AFC East would have been solid. Yeah. But anyway. All right, yeah. so we got our do a bet. Interesting quarterback carousel, literally. Should be a fun one, I think. Uh, so, yeah, remember, set your lineups because there are games, obviously, tonight, Thursday night, and games on Saturday. So if you think, oh, Thursday, I got it for good, don't worry about it. Don't forget about Saturday games. Very important because it's earlier with no college football. So it's going to be a great week. Let's see what happens. Good luck to Kemper in the playoffs again. I got to buy. I don't have to worry about it this week. Um, in in the consolation bracket. Why do you have to do that? Uh, then in my, in my neighborhood league, I'm in first place. We have one more regular season game because only four teams make it. So, ooh, about that nice. So, yeah, a lot of exciting stuff happening. So, until next time, keep on folding. Fold it. Fold it.